Were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road? Today's text captures our imagination. The Emmaus Road story, an intimate account of the risen Jesus appearing to two of his disciples as they walked along. Fascinating, though, isn't it, that they didn't recognize him? Arguably, they were still in a state of shock, grieving the loss of their Lord and friend. Their sorrow and distress must have prevented them from seeing clearly. Sometimes our deepest desire to believe in the risen Christ and all that that entails is dampened by the frailty of our senses and our personal and collective suffering. I think about the situation that we find ourselves in together right now with the coronavirus outbreak. It's unsettling and scary. Our lives are at risk and the reports from places like New York City are harrowing. Life as we knew it has been upended. What was normal isn't anymore. And we're not sure if or when things will ever return to the way that they were. Fear and uncertainty get in the way of our seeing what we need to see right now and of our learning what we need to learn from all of this. In the text for today, we're told that the disciples' eyes were kept from recognizing him. Another translation says that their eyes were constrained. Something inhibited their sight. It took them a while to see clearly. The difference between perception and recognition is highlighted in this story and is something that we can learn from even now. Perception is our ability to see or to hear or to become aware of something through our senses. Recognition is knowing what it is that we're experiencing. I often go out for a run around Church Hill after morning prayers. And a few weeks ago, I left the chapel and was struck by the freshness of the air. It took me back to the woods of central Pennsylvania. I thought it was coincidental until I learned that one of the impacts of our sheltering in place has been the improvement of the air quality in cities. There's a logical explanation for what I experienced. I didn't just perceive something differently. The air really is cleaner and fresher and better. City air really is more like country air at the moment. It took a while for the disciples to perceive things differently. It didn't happen instantly. They walked with Jesus unknowingly for quite some time, their sight constrained. They listened to him and their hearts were burning within them. Once they arrived at their destination, they urged Jesus to stay and to share a meal. And it was only then in the breaking of the bread that their perception finally shifted. Their eyes were opened and they recognized him. Then as quickly as that happened, he was gone, vanished from their sight. It's often that way for us too. We get glimpses of God's presence and love and then it's gone. We try to hold on, but it's not something that we can possess. Instead, we have to live by faith, by the assurance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Sometimes we make the mistake of thinking that as people of faith that we have a hold on truth, that we can contain it somehow. But full knowing is always beyond us. There is always more to learn, more to know, and more to understand. Right now, we are in a time ripe for continued learning and growth. 
even though we are constrained ourselves by our fear and our grief and the confusion that we live with. Still, this is a time for us to be patient and to trust that God is in this with us and that this too is an opportunity for us to be changed for the better, to learn something new and to grow into something we need to grow into. It's important that we pay attention to what is happening and that we stay open to what this time is teaching us or to what it may reveal. So far, we see again the stark ways that disparities in access to health care exist in our culture. We see again the disproportionate impact of the virus upon black and brown people with underlying health issues, often the result of dealing with lifelong stress and the trauma of racism. We see again the impact we humans have on the natural environment with the nearly immediate improvement in air quality and the reduction in greenhouse emissions due to our slowed economy and sheltering in place. We see again that we are one world community. And while this pandemic is teaching us that we are all in this together, there are those who continue to suffer to a greater extent because of unequitable resource distribution and the gap that remains between rich and poor. There is no resurrection without crucifixion. That's just the way it is, which helps explains why it takes a, a tragedy or a pandemic like this one to get us to see the way things are. Blindness precedes sight as crucifixion precedes resurrection. Their eyes were constrained so as not to recognize him. Yet later, their eyes were opened and they recognized him. We're being invited in this time of pandemic to look, to take a good look, a hard, close look at the world and to recognize what's going on, to see what needs to be seen. The situation that we're in won't last forever. Like the risen Lord before the disciples, this too will vanish from our sight. So let's not let that happen without our being perceptive enough to recognize what we need to recognize right now in the midst of this. At Richmond Hill, we remain committed to the seeking of the healing of metropolitan Richmond. On the surface, the perception is that Richmond is a thriving, healthy, progressive city, attracting new businesses, known for good food, interesting history and tourism. Many are eager to get back to that following this pandemic. But on a deeper level, we know that this is also a place of colonization, slavery, and segregation. The legacy of our racial history demands our attention, even now. Are not our hearts burning within us? With prayer, faith, perseverance, and no small amount of God's help, let us see what we need to see, recognize what we need to recognize, and live as we need to live, empowered to proclaim liberty, to speak truth, and to work for the healing and reconciliation of all who suffer. Amen.